Welcome back to the Mompreneur Space live show podcast, which is a weekly show where the host, Kenneth Chu brings on different successful mother entrepreneurs each week to share insights that can inspire and help other future mompreneurs. In this episode, Kenneth has invited Katharina Chin, who is in founder of the Reaching Out Project, where they will be talking about building a coaching business from your passion as a mom. Without further ado, let's welcome Kenneth Chu and Katharina Chin. Hi guys, welcome to Mompreneur Space live show podcast where I interview mompreneurs from all around the world like yourself so that you can learn from them how they overcome their challenges and struggles from their mompreneurship journey. I'm your host Kenneth Chu and today's guest is none other than Katrina Chin who is the founder of Reaching Out Project, Reaching Life's talk podcast host and business coach. And today we are talking about building a coaching business from your passion as a mom. So this will be where she will share the secrets of how she overcome her mompreneurship challenges and struggles. And without further ado, let us welcome Katrina Chin. Hello. Hi, Katrina. Hi, Kenneth. Good evening. Very happy to to be in the show. Yes, finally, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but we we haven't met like so not, not very long, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what you think. But time really flies. So, um, <laughs> like, uh, and and really thank you, uh, thank you for making time, uh, and and agreeing to be the guest on my show. And uh, although we we have um kind of like we only know each other beginning of this year, but I think that the friendship has blossomed, and and that's why I felt that uh, after knowing you more, I feel that your journey will be something that. I believe that the audience will be benefiting a lot from, especially the mothers, uh, for those who are stay at home, especially for those who are working mom, they'll be able to benefit a lot from your, uh, from your experience. So in that case, um, like, like that's a, that's a tradition, uh, which is every guest get to post a question of the day out to the yeah. audience and also to the next guest before we can officially kickstart the show. So, Katrina, are you ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can start the show? Sure, sure, of course. And and thank you for having me. I think it's a pleasure to, you know, share my journey and my thoughts today. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, if you can have any talent in the world, what would it be and why? Okay, I repeat again. If you can have any talent in the world, what would it be and why? So uh, while you are thinking about it, I will just uh, I will go to Facebook Live and see if we are connected successfully, and uh, if our audio are good to go. All right, then I'll come back to you. Okay. Sure. Okay, I can hear you loud and clear. And I'm seeing uh, people coming in, tuning in. Hi, hello, everyone. Welcome to Mompreneur Space live show. Today, I have Katrina, who is the founder of the Reaching Out Project, and she's also a business coach. So uh, if you guys know her or know me, just drop a hi in the comments, in the chat, so that we will be able to uh, do a shout out to you and thank you for watching. At the same time, uh, don't forget to share this uh, with your friends, especially your mommy friends or uh, friends that wanted to start business but they are thinking, they are um, procrastinating or they do not know what to do. And today we are talking about uh, this topic which is very close to Katrina's heart, which is about building a coaching business from your passion as a mom. Okay, so, okay, we have Pei Yun. Hi, hello, Pei Yun. Good to have you. Hello. Okay, so, Katrina, are you ready uh, with your answer to the question of the day? 
Yeah, it's quite a difficult question, yeah. Yeah. Because so let I me want... repeat the question again yeah. so for the audience yeah. who are tuning in. So yeah. the question of the day uh, posted by the previous guest to Katrina is, if you can have any talent in the world, what would it be and why? Katrina, over to mm. you. Right. So this question is quite tough huh? <laughs> because I mean, everyone wanted to have like a lot of talents. So I think I my talent right here, right, I think it's uh, pretty simple. You know, um, I think I want to have the mental power, right, to make um, people feel happy, right? Because I think uh, a lot of times, uh, not many people will actually feel or remember happiness easily. So I think if I have that power, you know, to maybe just by touching that person or maybe by speaking with that person, that person can immediately light up the day and feel happy, right? So I think that is something that is really important in our lives. Yeah, so um, thank you for the question. No problem. <laughs> <thought> it. <laughs> <laughs> and now we can officially kickstart with the show and uh, we have a new friend that's hopping on, uh, joining us, which is Eve. Hi, Eve. So uh, Eve is another fellow mompreneur. Uh, she she used to be my client, my marketing client, and thanks thank her for uh, popping in. And also, so if uh, if you have any question, you can always post in the chat. Uh, especially being a coach, uh, Katrina will be more than glad to answer the question, or even for Pei Yun. Okay, so uh, before we uh we we start, maybe Katrina, you can do a short introduction of yourself. Share with us where are you from? Uh, currently, what are you working? Uh, working on and um, maybe a bit of background about yourself yeah so um, my name is Katrina I think everyone knows so I'm from KL right um, now in Malaysia and under lockdown and I am a mother of three kids right and they are pretty young right and uh, I'm also uh, an entrepreneur for the Reaching Out Project which is a company that I formed to deliver you know coaching um, discovery self-discovery sessions to people you know to self-discover what their potential is and you know what is their mind baggage and how can they achieve happiness and uh, through mindfulness right so it seems like uh, it's a very impactful work that I do. I feel that it's very meaningful. So uh, that that is uh, basically what I do. And besides that, I also do uh, a podcast like Kenneth, right? Okay, but I'm not as consistent as him, right? <laughs> so I, I started a podcast last year. It's called The Reaching Livestock. So uh, it's also about impacting uh, the world, you know, uh, spreading positivity through, you know, the podcast and through storytelling, right? So uh, basically, that's what I do. And currently, uh, of course, uh, the things that I'm working on, right, is uh, basically now on coaching, right? Because I feel um, a lot of times uh, we need to build uh, more mental resilience um, in these difficult times, right? We know that pandemic not ending, you know, so a lot of people are having, you know, uh, difficulty in understanding their thoughts, you know, digesting the emotions. So that is how um, I help them to discover all these mental blocks or how can they fully accept their emotions and then bounce back being stronger. And because you are stronger, right, you can also help your, the people around you. So that is coming to the story of if your cup is full, you are able to pour it to people. If your cup is not full, you know, you, you will basically be, be suffering. And I think suffering, you don't need to be alone and mental health is not a taboo. Uh, I'm here to uh, help and that is why I'm into, you know, the podcast and also in the business. Yeah. Thanks, Katrina. So, uh, like you talk about coaching, right? I believe mm. that you, you, you didn't really start coaching straight away. 
So right. how was your journey like? Like, uh, did you like from corporate job and then you become a bit uh, a business coach straight away, or were, 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 were there something else in between? Yeah. So um, when I graduated uh, from economics, right? Um, then after that, I went on to being uh, marketing and sales, doing marketing and sales for about eight years in uh, basically mostly working in Japanese companies, MNCs. And then um, after, you know, having like uh, being a mom, right? And then I always thought that I wanted time freedom, you know, and I think that the next 10 or 20 years, if I'm about to work around the clock, this is not something that I want. And uh, particularly, right, uh, around three over years, uh, sorry, four over years ago, right, um, my daughter, uh, she had uh, uh, Kawasaki disease. And that is where um, that year I found out that, you know, sometimes, you know, being in corporate job is not that flexible, right? And um, if you want to grow your income, right, it's always about working for yourself. You know, so uh, if not, you will have to ask that raise from your boss, right? But, you know, having an Asian culture or maybe in Malaysia, we don't do that. So that, that year, it brought me to be thinking deeper, right, about what I really want. And uh, that year, right, husband also got retrenched. So I think all things happen for a reason, right? And now we see why it happened. And, and that is how uh, then I went and I'm partnering into, uh, with a U.S. company for uh you know, building the wellness business, right? So from building the wellness business for, for four years, right? Then I found out that all the while, right, in that business, right, I've been doing coaching, right? But now, right, if I have, when I have my own company, right, I can have a structure, right, in the coaching and I can train people in a structured way, right? Then I can help people, right, from this uh, coaching business. So, from all the experiences that I have, right, from the wellness business and also the corporate uh, uh, eight years, eight over years, right, I found that I somehow, right, the journey has brought me to, you know, going into uh, the coaching business, which is the reaching out project. So I think it is like a series of things happening and then coming to nearing to what I want, right? So I would say now, right, is uh. I, I feel very fulfilled right now with the work that I do and, uh, you know, helping people and all that. And uh, it's really something that I feel that it can impact people in the future. Wow. So when you talk about the business that you, was it natural natural for you to, from your business and then become a business coach? Was it natural for you? It is totally not natural. <laughs> Why did I say that? It's because I feel that, uh, you know, sometimes people say talents, maybe you're born with it. But skills, right, you can actually learn, right? So uh, I'm a big believer that you can learn whatever skills that you want as long as you are resourceful. So uh, to be honest, right, Kenneth, I was a very, very timid person. Is it? <laughs> on life, right? I'll definitely say no, it's not my cup of tea, you know, back to like a few years ago, right? And I think that uh, I never thought that I could be a speaker or, you know, I never thought that I could be a coach and all these things is just not in my, you know, goals or dreams list during that time. Yeah, But then again, I feel that uh, the wellness business had taught me so many things that I have to step up to be a leader, to learn new skills, right? Then, of course, then I have to, you know, gradually pick up and then develop a passion from that. So sometimes I feel that Passion is not like inborn, right? It is something that because you put your legs inside and your 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 hands inside or whatever, 
then you are able to develop that passion unknowingly and because you love doing it then there is a passion yeah wow so so it's like you mentioned it's really on the mindset on on really coming out from your comfort zone and doing something that is totally not your personality and you still do it so maybe we can bring it a back uh, a bit backwards um, back to the time where you were saying that because your 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 daughter right have that disease uh, kawasaki right mm. yeah and at that point of time why didn't you think of just being a stay at home mom or maybe uh looking for a part time job or maybe just I do not know. Maybe find another full time job that do not require that much, or maybe does not pay that well. Why do you took the route of starting a business in, in especially in the wellness industry? Very good question. Um, I think it's because that time, right? I always feel that uh, when I was young, really, really young, right? You know, uh, my father and mom, right, has always taught me to, you know, be an entrepreneur, right? But after that, mm-hmm. like then grow up is like because you are always involved in the school, you know, homeworks and all that, and then you study for a degree and all that. Somehow your dreams were lost, and and you don't really remember what you want sometimes, right? Because you're too busy to think about it. You got no time to think about it literally. So I think the time that I had in the hospital with my daughter, right, uh, about two weeks, it really got me thinking a lot. You know, like you say, if uh, you know, example, if I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom, right? Uh, I thought about it also, right? But but as I speak with my husband and I've seen uh, stay-at-home moms around me, right? Um, I hear most of them are not coming from the state of feeling happy, right? I hear from them more of a state of feeling... No choice. Poor, no choice, you know. So, and, and then I always think that, hey, you know, I have the education and I, I'm still... You know, a working. I can be working. You know, it's not to say that I don't have any will. You know, it's not that I don't have any skills. You know, why do I want to completely stay home? So I feel that I can still contribute, right? I I feel that I can still go to greater heights and find a better income. You know, and do something different. So anyway, just try only. I don't think I will die from it. So <laughs> just do it, lah. <laughs> I I think I like that that attitude of just do it because a lot of time it really takes a lot of courage. To even start a business and starting in the area that you have no idea or no experience, uh, and you are jumping it, jump jumping in, taking the leap of faith and and jump in, and like what you mentioned, you because of that uh, incident, that mm. uh, of uh, of your daughter's uh, illness, that allows you to have some time for yourself to really reflect and think of what is the next step. Are you still going back to work? Or are you going to be a stay-at-home mom, or maybe to start a business? But I think, like, like I always like to say, things happen for a reason, and you chance upon your wellness business, and mm. you just took it off from there, right? So yeah. how how long did you did you met did you start seeing uh your rewards in your yeah. business? I I just want to uh, also like uh, share right when I ventured into that business. Right, I didn't completely give up my job. So that that time, right, I'm like you know picking two to four hours per day, right, out to work on the business. So I feel that this is a smarter way. Uh, it's not to say hey, you dump your job last mm-hmm. straight away, you know, and then hop on to something new completely, right? So I feel it also requires some sort of uh 
you know, thinking and planning, right? How are you going to make this happen? So, uh, uh, sorry, coming back to your your question, right? Uh, you were saying about uh, what were you saying? Again? Sorry, I was the, saying that uh, where was I? I was so lost. When, when did you uh, now, when, when did I see clouds? Yeah, yeah, when do you see the reward? But I think before talking about the rewards, right? When you talk about that, um, taking out time, taking that three to four hours per day, even. Uh, that means doing it part time, building your business, but still do still keeping your day job, your sales yeah. job. Um, being a mom, <laughs> I, and also being a mom. Uh, at that point of time, you already have three kids, or you you were with your first uh, two kids only. That two time kids. I have. Okay, so I believe a lot of moms will say, "Oh, I don't have time." I like you. You have two kids. Some of them have one kid, and they already say, oh, "I have no time." Uh, where I got time for business? Where I've got time to find another one to two hours? Don't talk about three to four hours. So, what would be your response to that, or what was your your thought about it? Because I, I, I personally, I work with a lot of moms um in the past fourteen years with uh, mompreneurs. Uh, whether is it successful uh, ones or the not successful one, um, this are this is one. I think will be one of their biggest challenge time mm. so what how what it, was it a challenge for you and how do you overcome it actually i feel right uh, uh coming to this right it really drills down to your desire right um i feel that a lot of times right uh if you say you don't have time right maybe it's because you don't have the desire to work on the business or you're comfortable at where you're which is nothing wrong right so we, we are not here to say you're wrong and we're not here to say that you're right. So every person will have a different set of views about desire, what they want in their lives. But for me, um, coming back because the story, uh, you know, of my journey was, you know, I feel that even if I don't have enough sleep, <laughs> I must do it, you know, uh, and I really don't have enough sleep. So because that time, right, my, my baby was just born, you know, so he is a newborn. So he definitely will have need uh, a lot of attention from me and I was breastfeeding. And then, uh, you know, then my, my elder, uh, uh, the, the, my, my, the other two child, right, was also, uh, oh no, the, the bigger child also is not very stable. Yeah, you know, still need a lot of attention from us. So I have to wait for them to sleep, then only I can go to my work. So I remember, you know, like sleeping quite late at night, but it is satisfying because I feel that I'm feeding uh, to my future. Right, I'm I'm giving away like maybe one to two hours of my sleep, but I'm feeding my future. I'm planning, building my future. So I, I feel that it's worth it because me and my husband, we have always been talking about, you know, uh, even I got married, you know, I have to really, you know, I want to still fulfill my own dreams mm. and fulfill my own passion by myself, you know, like separating as an uh, individual. Sometimes we have to be thinking, you know, what do you really want if you're not a wife, if you're not a mom? So I am very clear of what I want. I have great clarity of what I want. So that is why my desire is big. It is is hot enough, you know. So that is why I want. It's okay. I feel like few hours no sleep. Okay, my eye back is getting back. Okay, it's all right because later on I get to enjoy what I do, you know, which is something I feel that is very very meaningful. That is the way of life. I feel you know that you could contribute to the world no matter what you do. So so that is something that that I want. Wow, that that is like like me knowing you, I know that uh that will be you. Uh, 
uh, that will be your answer. And you touch on something that is very, very important, which is desire. A lot of time, uh, I I come across mothers who say, oh, Kenneth, I want to start a business. I want to help out with the household, help out to, to share the burden with my husband. But when we talk about um, the putting in the hours, putting in the commitment, there's a 101 excuses or 101 uh, reason why they cannot put in that hours. Uh, and that, that goes back to what you mentioned, desires. And um, the other thing is about the dreams and goals. Uh, a lot of time, I, I, this is what I've observed, is that once a woman, once a wife, a married woman become a mom, they forego all their dreams and goals. Because, mm. because back then, our mother sacrificed whatever to take care to become a housewife. Now we mm. call it a stay-at-home mom. Okay, right. That sacrifice had carried over to our generation. And it's mm. also being uh, educated, being wired to our kids, being passed down to our kids. So yeah. what would you say, um, why, why are mothers sacrificing using words like sacrifice using uh, words like oh um, don't talk about my dreams and hopes and uh, even my goals um, my I should all focus on my children what would be your if someone is if a, if a mother is doing all that what would you say to that mom right well so first of all uh, yeah you're right right uh, that when we are a child right we always look up to our parents and use them as an example and think that we are going to be like this somehow we're going to be more to be somehow similar to what we, our parents uh, are you know so um i think it's very important again to to ask um, the mom right you know is this your choice right is it really your choice right if let's say i say that no matter what you do or what you want your husband will support you right no matter what you want, right? Your family all will, will support you. So now it's time to sit down to think, what do you really want? You know, and, and sometimes it's not need, you know, sometimes they say need is more important, but sometimes want is so more important. It's like, you want an iPhone, you're going to get it, right? But if you need like a diet, probably you won't. <laughs> so the iPhone may win over the diet sometimes because your one is, is better, right? So come again, that you got to ask yourself, right? What do you want? And I'm not just talking about what do you want now? What do you want later on in your life? Like 5, 10 years, 20 years, 25 years? If your mom role, right, satisfied you until you turn like the retirement age when you're old, then okay, stay with it. But let's just have a imagination, right? If you are at 50 years old, like 60, 70 year old and your kids are so big already and you know, you might not have anything to do, you know. So is that the life that you, you want and you desire? If yes, then by all means, be a stay-at-home mom. There's nothing wrong with it. But if no, you must take action. And time, like just now, Kenneth was saying, it's like, time is ticking, you know. <laughs> we like In February now, it's already August, you know. So it, it's very fast. The time passed very fast. But a lot of people won't be talking about these conversations with you, you know. A lot of people can be gossiping with you, complaining, talk about the weather, about the cases. But 
you know, if you talk to people like Kenneth or, you know, ourselves or our circle of friends where we always encourage each other, then we will ask you your life difficult questions, right? If you can really answer all of it and be sure of it, then amazing. If not, reflect and make take action. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like what you say about really reflect and take action. Uh, and coming but coming to that part, right? A, a lot of times, um, from my from from my experience, right, is that when, I, I, example, a lot of my because I uh, also run a uh, digital marketing agency, and yeah. a lot of time, a lot of my clients are mothers, they are mompreneurs, and when you talk about the when when they start sacrificing being a stay-at-home mom, taking care of the kids until when the kids are in their teenage years. The, your teenage kids will tell you that mommy don't come and disturb me I got my friends ready I'm independent I want to be independent does that sound familiar if that yeah. sounds familiar because you have been there before you tell your mom mommy don't call me anymore alright don't message me anymore I know I will come back so that is that that period of time that a lot of moms especially why why I can say that because a lot of my, my, my clients they are in their uh, in their 40s and why they are starting business because their husband is busy with his his career pro- progressing because men in the 40s especially when they have worked for a certain period of time they are climbing the corporate ladder and for you and if let's say you're still working a part-time job or you're working in a job and um you 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 focus a lot on your family to focus on your kids and suddenly your kids don't need you definitely you want to find something to do right because your husband have no time for you your kids have no time for you then what are you going to utilize your, your time? And a lot of them, I realize that they are on their um, executive level or they are already a manager. Their time are more flexible. They don't have to clock in, clock out and all that stuff. And they have more time for themselves. And what they do is they want to find back their identity. Mm. They have lost their identity for so long in the 30s. If you marry earlier, 20, 20 to 30 years old they lost their identity totally until when their kids say mommy don't come and disturb me I got my own life I'm independent now then they have that realization that oh what am I going to do next and that's why a lot of them regretted that they should have done something part time or mm-hmm. go for their goals uh, uh, go for their dreams your, their hobbies things that they love so that they can build something because one thing good is they spend a lot of time earning money and now they have money but imagine you are not a working mom you are a stay-at-home mom you have nothing at all you don't have savings at all you don't have expertise you don't have talent you don't have skills so what are you going to do that's why I saw I I work with a lot of mothers especially stay-at-home mom they say Kenneth I want to start a business but the problem is you have already drifted away from from the corporate world first thing from the network uh, and your and your work and your skills are different now, and you when you want to start a business, it's totally starting from zero again. So that's where uh, I always work with all these mothers to see how they can build a business around motherhood. Meaning mm. that if they have like for you, you have three kids. How about being a blogger, writing about your how you parent your child, your three kids of three different personality, and write it down. And who knows that you can develop. Uh, you can become a parenting coach because you have three kids yeah. you can and three different kids with different personality and with uh, you educating yourself going for courses being a parenting coach know more about parenting know about kids know, know more about the child psychology definitely mm-hmm. you'll be able to 
to to uh to perform that, and and what 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 are your thoughts about um especially for stay at home mom? What are their struggles when they want to start off something by uh, on their own? I think you mentioned a lot of the struggles. <laughs> yeah, because of the past four years when I was building the you know when I'm building the wellness business, right? I came across to so many stay at home moms, right? And and really, you know, um, many of them are in the forties, uh, some nearing to fifties, right? And and that is the time like the self reflection came in, you know, because my kids are like you say, my children are no longer needing me, you know. So and yeah, I got to cook in the morning, and uh, lunch and dinner. But that's it. What about other times? What what else can I do? You know, so it comes again. You know, like what you say, the identity. You know, if you are not your, you know, if you're not a mom, right, and you are yourself, like let's say your name, right. If you, if like example, uh, me, I'm Katrina. So if I'm not a mom, who am I? What am I gonna do? Am I useful? Do I have self worth? Do I have self esteem? Whatever education that I get, you know, from when I was young, did I use it? You know, did I feed my mind? Did I continue to grow as an individual? Did I grow? So, I think this is very important. So, when you say just now, right, kind of when it comes to no savings and all, right, it's true. It is a harsh truth. No and, and more. The other thing I realized, right, not just don't have saving. When you want money. Even to start a business, you have to ask your husband. And a lot of mothers are struggling, especially for those who are educated, for those who had a career before. Huh? Mm. Ask my husband for money. <laughs> I rather not do. Right? Can you can resonate, right? <laughs> then how? Then stay back uh, to status quo, la. Right? Yeah, that's it. That's why. So I feel like now, um, the the social norms is a little bit different, you know, um, comparing to the ages of our parents and all that. Now, I feel like there's much more equality between uh men and women, right? And uh, I'm not saying that over here I'm biasing anyone, right? But I feel that it's important for you to know who you are and what do you want to do? Do you want to wait until it's too late, right? Or you you want to have a backup plan for yourself, you know, and and remember that whatever you do, it also brings you happiness. It's not just doing for the sake of money. Sometimes it's also for the sake of feeding yourself, right? With with more knowledge, you know, uh, to help you grow as a person, to help you grow as a mom, right? So so like 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 for myself, whatever causes that I took, uh, like let's say happiness of mindfulness, I teach my kids that. And I teach my daughter meditation, right? So, wow. <laughs> all these things, right, is useful for you as a mom, right? And you know, I mean, stay at home mom, it is good as well. You know, uh, we can we can do many things, but the, the extra time, maybe just one two hours, you know, you can learn all that, teach your children, show your children, right, that actually, moms, right, can have dreams too, yeah. you know. Moms can have dreams. Moms can have and 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 this uh, is something I I want to really put a pin on it because did you realize that when a parent has no hopes and dreams, their kids do not have that. Also, they don't believe in that because they will say, "My daddy, mommy also never pursue their dreams and hopes." Then when the teacher in school say, "Oh, you need to have a dream and hope," say, like. "Yeah, right." So when I mean, you talk about that, right? That brings me to to where why I'm so passionate about empowering mothers to be entrepreneurs is because 
when you empower mothers to be entrepreneurs, they became a good, a better role model for their children. Like you mentioned, when you learn about meditation, you learn about happiness, coaching and all that stuff, you are passing it down, you are uh, kind of practicing it on your children and teaching them what you have learned. And if you realize that, hey, my mom is different, my mom knows something that most mom do not know. Mm. You realize that? And this is unconsciously because most kids will think, oh, my mom know how to cook, know how to wash dishes, know how to wash the clothes, laundry and all that stuff, mop the floor, the end. Nothing. If mm. let's say the mom is just a stay-at-home mom. So when you talk about the, yeah. the identity, right? Who am I? Am I just a mom only or am I more than that? So so this is something that I, I, I guess um, it, it's, it's just struck on me and I just want to put it a pin to really let the audience and uh, the listeners uh, be aware that hopes and dreams is very important for you as a parent because that will translate to whether your kids will have their hopes and dreams. Uh, yeah. And the other thing that uh, because uh, in the, one of the audience, if if say that uh, she agree that there's no perfect time to start mompreneur journey, start when you have the passion and motivation, and this is very important. Imagine like a lot of times being a stay at home mom or being a working mom, uh, because of the corporate world, the reality. Um, that hits you so hard that you've forgotten about your there's no motivation at all there's no passion at all so do you do you see that uh happening to you uh when you first uh when you start working in a corporate job and then when you start your own business was there a shift in that yeah <laughs> very good question eve you know um thank you kenneth for asking so i feel that um a lot of things right uh um uh, like passion and motivation i I, I myself, right, uh, I don't overly dwell into passion and motivation. Why is that? Because uh, motivation sometimes can be gone, right? After a day, it's just like, hey, today I want to get a six, app, a six uh, packs apps, right? <laughs> okay. And tomorrow, right, you could feel differently, right? And passion as well. Sometimes passion can change, but passion is important, right? Uh, um, but some people have personalities uh, that don't have passion, right? But it's okay. So when it comes to working for people, right, you will feel that your goals and dreams is driven by your boss, right? And, and by the company vision and mission. Sometimes if the company don't have a good culture or the company cannot uh, deliver that culture well, you, you don't seem to feel that culture or doing that things that the company asks you to. But when it, comes to, when it comes to doing your own thing right, okay, seriously, it's not easy as well. But now we are not aiming for something easy, right? Because easy come, easy go. <laughs> we are aiming for something that what you really want in the future. You know, and, and like as Kenneth say, it's not just you. Because if you have a business or if you are an entrepreneur, it affects everyone around you, right? Like your friends, your brothers, sisters, your children, your husband sees you differently. Seriously. Is it for good or for bad? (laughs) I just want... (laughs) Oh, for better. Like sometimes, you know, like I have talks with other uh, uh, male friends. They say that, you know, hey, my my wife suddenly got so confident, you know, uh, she achieved yeah. something on her own and she's happy. Who doesn't want a happy wife? Yeah, <laughs> okay? a happy wife is happy life for, for most husbands. So, yeah. So when when you achieve that, right, they feel that, you know, you guys are get, getting more compatible, you know, in this in the society. 
you know, and in the working world, the corporate. I mean, a lot of times people thought that, hey, when I want to venture into a new business, I have to give up something. I got to like very pain, uh, you know, give up that something. That is a very <laughs> typical, typical thinking, right? You have to give up. Why do you need to give up? Like with technology, with guidance, with the, if you know, you if you have mentor or coach, definitely it will help you. You have more guidance. But a lot of people, why they feel that it's sacrifice? Because it's not something that they want to do, really want to do, right? That's okay. why they feel that it's sacrifice. For yeah. example, why do you say that you have sacrificed to become a mom? Uh, become a stay-at-home mom the, the, You make the choice, right? Nobody forces you You can see circumstances and people Or maybe culture Or maybe your upbringing mm-hmm. That da-da-da-da The social norm But it's still a choice You choose the choice of sacrifices, uh, sacrificing So um, this is something that I, I, I come across to uh, Was it today in one of my posts? Uh, one of my friends who just turned turn to become a dad, he said that um, parents should, we parents should uh, take responsibility and step up as parents. We should stop complaining and saying that we are sacrificing this, uh, doing this, like no choice. Be- why we say no choice? Because we don't want to take responsibility. That's why we say it's no choice. So when you say it's a, you sacrifice because you don't want to take the responsibility of making that decision, that's why you say that it's, it's, it's a form of sacrifice. So this is something that I realized after 14 years of working with so many mothers, women entrepreneurs, I realized that when they say sacrifice, there's always an underlying reason why they will say that they're sacrificed because they are going against what they want. They, they did not speak up. They did not voice their opinion. They let the other party or people around them, it could be parents, it could be their husband, it could be their parents-in-law, it could be their sibling, it could be anybody except themselves. <laughs> right? Everybody around them, right? So to put them to make a decision that they do not want. So that's right. why when you are put in that situation, the only way out is to, what would you say? Yeah, sometimes the only way out, right? I feel that it's really asking yourself, right? underlying reason right is it you really want that or is it just procrastination or is it just laziness or is it just lack of resourcefulness you know sometimes we have to face the fact is it those reasons right that you don't want to speak up right because if you want to speak up you know to your husband and all that right <laughs> i have a solution you know <laughs> there's because always I, a solution to everything right and and I coach people how to talk to their husband sometimes, you know, because you know when it comes to relationships, sometimes we just have to upgrade our communication, right? Mm. How to speak things that that is for that to- topic. It's not about you. It's not about him. It's about the topic itself. Yeah. So everything I feel right is like uh, it can be figured out, right? And, so and, and and talking about that, right? Uh, there's always a solution to everything. And uh, this is something I always tell tell all the mothers out there. There's one one person that you can go to that you can find all the answers, which is G O O G L. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can Google for it and how to uh how to make a man with my husband, how to uh, blossom our relationship, how to uh make our marriage better. Mm. You can search for that and you can find answer on it. Like what you mentioned which is I always tell a lot of people, first thing you talk about desire, 
Second is when you have desire, you become resourceful. Okay. For example, like for you, when you start your podcast, you know that I do podcast. You ask me, I give you <laughs> advice. I yes. say on what platform, da da. So being resourceful. But if today you say, okay, enough, I want to do a podcast, and you never do anything, you are you waiting for for the podcast <laughs> to drop in front of you? <laughs> so that is that goes yeah. back to the mindset, right? Mm. Go back to the mindset. Are you having a employee mindset? Waiting for things to happen, or waiting for someone to instruct you, or are you going out there being resourceful and making things happen? So uh, whether are you an entrepreneur or whether or not, it really depend on the mindset. Would you agree with that? Yes, definitely agree. It's exactly same with growth mindset and fixed mindset. And the problem with uh, a lot of people, right, is opening up the mouth to ask. <laughs> Second thing is the finger. <laughs> Cannot go to Google dot com. So it is actually the fear sometimes, right? That you know, if you found the answer, right, you are actually having a struggle. Actually, you know, there's two sides of you. The the one side is okay, I want to do it. The other side is oh, I'm fearful. So you sometimes it could be you being afraid, right? If I found the answer, will I do it? Will I do it or not? If I found the answer, and that so, is responsibility, <laughs> right? Ah, yeah. And if I found it, I know the answer, and I tell everyone I know the answer. If I didn't do, then how? How will people ignorant. see me? <laughs> yeah. So, so that is the the struggle between you know the angel and the devil something, <laughs> and you just have to know that you know devil is bad, angel is good. You want to follow the angel or you want to follow the devil? I like yeah. that. I like that. I like the angel and devil fight, especially in this kind of case. And and you talk about the fear, right? This is something I also observe and realize,、um, which is very true. A lot of times, people don't dare to do something is because they have the fear of not、uh, the. They have the fear of the unknown. They do not know what is going to happen. Yeah. And they always want to be fortune tellers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if and- I know? What if this? What if that? How would you know until you do? You have done it, right? Yes. So it's the fear of the unknown. Then you have the fear of doing it. And and、yeah. this is something I I learned from my mentor. He said that a lot of people are not afraid of failures. They are afraid of success. Success, <laughs> yeah. What if I, I'm successful? Yeah, they have that fear unconsciously. They don't. A lot of people do not know that they have the fear of success because. We human being, we can do whatever we want to do. We can do whatever we believe that we can do. We can do whatever we say that we can do, because we are. That's why we. That's makes makes us human. There's there's no limit to it. So what would you say that、uh, it could be, like we talk about the fear of the unknown, we fear of failure. What would you say that is the number one fear for most、um, mothers? I think.、Um... For for moms, right?、Um, the number one fear is really you know getting out of the comfort zone, right? So just imagine if um you know uh we have coached people who are ten to twenty years of being a stay at home mom, so even if when they have the desire, um、uh, you know to to try to work on the business, but is there's always fear that you know getting out of the comfort zone? Like just now exactly what you say, like. Don't have network anymore. Don't have friends. Don't have、uh, resourcefulness and things like that. But but then again, right? We got to know that actually, even when go go back to like sometimes、um, having 
um, like childlike attitude. We say that childlike attitude. How what is childlike attitude? It's like like when we were parenting our kids, right? You know, when they fall down, what do they do? They stand up again, and if they fall again, they stand up again. And remember how we tell our kids, <laughs> don't go there. It's dangerous. And what do they do? Still Straight go. away go there. <laughs> because right? you're telling them to go. They only hear the word go. Yeah. Don't and they want go. To try. They want to see for themselves. So now what I say is, okay, you can try. Okay. I, and I purposely will tell my kids, okay, if you fall down, you let me know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you see, right, sometimes we are very good at telling our kids. Okay. But we are not what very good at doing it. <laughs> yeah, but... We're not good. It's just like my daughter. Sometimes she said that she's shy. You know, she wants to go for a, a singing competition. Then I will encourage her. You know, how can we encourage our children? But we are not leading by example, right? So we totally forgot. You know, like okay, a mom, we have to wash dishes, have to clean the clothes, cook, and all that. But we forgot about ourselves. How many years some more, right? We are going to forget ourselves. And when it comes to midlife crisis, right? We will understand. You know, that all these years, right? You only need to pick up a few hours per day, right, to work on something you like. That's it. There's sacrifices. Can you change it to other words? <laughs> okay, <laughs> because over the here, choice of words, right? Yeah, you want to be more positive in your life, right? Change that word of sacrifice, right? You you have that choice, right? Let's say that you get to spend time with your kids, right? You get to spend time with your kids. You feel happy, right? But what if you 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 use all the few hours extra two to three hours maybe, you know like just don't wash dishes too fast or or wash it faster or you know the laundry don't do every day do two days once. But you say cannot cannot I don't have enough clothes ready. <laughs> then, then it's it's really you have to be thinking far creative, ahead. Creative right? Creative more resourceful. And then, you know, be yourself, you know, remember yourself. Don't forget yourself. <laughs> it's so important to not for- forgetting yourself. Yeah, and, and that also brings us to, to uh, where the reason why you want to be a business coach. Why, why is it important, especially you as a mom? How does it make you a, a better business coach? Why do I want to become a business coach, right? Um, thank you for the question. It's because I really want to help, you know, people like me, like moms, you know, that is struggling, you know, thinking about time freedom, you know, how do I manage to have more time freedom in the future? Or stay at home moms, how can I get out of comfort zone? Because most times, right, when you are alone, there's only one brain, one mind. But if if you have a coach, you have a mentor, you have friends or whatever, leaders, whatever, you get to have more minds to think with you together. You know, you don't have to be alone all the time just because you are a stay-at-home mom. And and, and coming to, you know, uh, mentoring and coaching, where I feel it is very, very, uh, how to say, fulfilling and satisfying for me to see, you know, people that their lives being changed, right? Or their mindset being changed, right? That now they can approach life better. They can talk to their husband, <laughs> their mother-in-laws, right? That they deserve, right? Happiness, that they deserve to get what they want, right? If only they put action into it. So no matter how we do coaching or how much people pay us, right? I will always say, 
you can pay me a lot of money and all that. If you don't take action, right, then it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. It, it cannot be there 24-7, but I can help you. We can help you to discover things, you know, to give you the, the blueprint and things like that. But then again, you will be have to be the person that put on the action, do the run by yourself, right? So, but we are going to do it together, right? So you want it or not, right? That's the next question. Do you really want it or not? And are you working for it or not, right? So we are not taking easy way out. Nothing is easy. Being a mom, is it easy? Being a wife, is it easy? Nothing is easy. But we try to make it easy. And we see progress, right? It's just sometimes it's just one percent progress. You don't need one hundred percent progress change over from the coaching <laughs> or from the business or whatever. But it's just like the little little changes you feel. But over the years, right? It's so fruitful. You become a better person, a better mom, and a better wife. So why not? The question is why not? Yeah. Why not you? <laughs> yeah, it's very important. Yeah. And, and while while you were talking about it, right? It. It kind of helped me to connect that um, to the, our topic, which is building a coaching business from your passion as a mom. In fact, as a mom, you are already a coach for your children. You are already coaching. But are you taking that role of a coach or are you taking a role as a mom? Yeah, or as a boss, like instructing them to do this, instructing them to do that. Or are you asking them very powerful questions? Oh, sorry? Yeah. Are you like, asking like them very powerful? <laughs> yeah. So are you asking them powerful questions to let them really think and for you to guide them? A lot of times, um, it's pretty typical that Asian parents will tell their, their kids what to do. And most kids will not have the mind of their own. Everything, oh, listen to daddy, mommy. Listen to daddy, mommy. So when, you talk, when, we, when, when we talk about this topic, right? In fact, it's very natural for moms to build a coaching business in whatever could coaching uh, arena that is it could be life it could be business it could be wellness it could be fitness it could be in any way because this is what I, I see in a mom if you are aware and you embrace that in fact you are the best coach why like you mentioned when you see the growth of your coachee they transforming them growing you feel that kind of satisfaction so isn't it the same as you seeing your child growing up, achieving different milestones, getting better and better, until one day your, your child says, Daddy, Mommy, thank you for uh, raising me, thank you for em empowering me. And, and this is what coach is, being a coach. So in fact, it's very natural for a mom to become a coach. But the most important thing, like when, well, uh, when we talk about the passion, your dreams and goals, if you are that passionate, you are able to use that to drive that coaching business especially for you you have that love you have that heart for empowering mothers who are struggling struggling who are in that that uh, in that scenario in in, in that uh, role before and you have been there and now you have been empowered and now you want to empower them uh, that's where you you are um, that's why you took the route um, of being a business coach and also uh, I, I look at the time and the time really flies and I still have a lot of amazing yeah. questions that I want to ask you but uh, what would be your we can talk for hours <laughs> yeah definitely we can talk for hours we have done that before so yeah. definitely we can go maybe after this we will still continue but um, especially for the audience um, 
what would be what would be your biggest challenge as a mompreneur or even be uh, being a coach? What is your biggest well, challenge? My biggest challenge would be time management, hmm. right? Um, because sometimes, right? Because you have three kids, yeah, a business, you know, a husband. The door, and they will ask you questions and all that. And also, I think it's uh important to manage your own emotions, right? Because when you are busy with something and you have deadlines and all that, right? Then the kids will pop in, and then suddenly you need to, you know, feed them lunch. And sometimes you weekends you need to cook and all that. But then again, right? I feel it is not the end of the road, even though I have that challenge sometimes. So, like you say, I will go to Google.com, right, and find out. You know what are the techniques that can do that can help me with the time management, and of course, when I have that, uh, uh, you know, the articles that I read, the video that I then I try to work on it, right? And if it doesn't work, never mind. Another method, I'm going to try another method. So you got to know that no one size fits all, right? And even if you have challenge, you solve it. There is another challenge coming in. Okay, there's numerous, there's endless challenges. Yeah, endless. But we have to know this is life. Right, without challenges, we cannot grow. Can you yep. imagine that right. if you watch the Korean drama, there's no emotion, you know, everything's smooth sailing. They cannot no. go climax. <laughs> yeah, the the husband never cheat on the wife. <laughs> like fairy tale, right? Yeah, very boring. Even Snow White was <laughs> climax and all that, right? <laughs> but then you see now, you have to see life, right, as a place where you know it's going to give you happiness. But it's going to have challenges, and these are the challenges that you got to face it, right? And when you face it, you become better, right? And now, if there is the same challenge coming in, you know, you know what to do. But it's okay now. You know what to do. You can move on to another challenge. So challenge by challenge, challenge is not bad. Challenge is helping you to make yourself grow, and it makes you, you know, be a better person for the people around you as well. Right, wow. so I think time management is still a challenge, but it's okay. I now take challenges. It's it's all right. Challenges is all right, right. So just accept the fact and then move on. Yeah, yeah. And, and like what you mentioned, uh, challenges. As long as you embrace it and you overcome it, you solve it, find a solution for it. You ask Google dot com. Whatever ways, just being resourceful that would help. So uh, now is the time for you to post a question out to the audience okay. and also to the next guest. So Katrina, what will be your question of the day? Well, I thought about it just now, right? Okay, so uh, I think it is very in line with uh, my my own uh, you know vision, you know about you know impacting the world. So my question, right, for the next person is um, if you are a mom, right? And resources is not a problem at all, right? How do you want to impact the world positively? Okay, so if you're a mom, if resources is not a not problem, problem, yeah. How do you want to impact the world positively? How do you want to impact the world positively? Wow, that's a very very good question. So let me repeat the question of the day posted by Katrina, which is: If you are a mom, if resources is not a problem, how do you want to impact the world? Okay. Yes, am I right? Okay, so I repeat again: If you are a mom, if resources is not a problem, how do you want to impact the world? 
Okay, so this question going out to the audience. If you have uh, the answer to it, you can always let us know in the chat. And for the next guest, this will be your question of the day. All right. So um, last but not least, um, what would be your last advice for mothers who are sitting on the fence thinking whether should I start a business? Should I not start a business? What would be your last advice for them, Katrina? Yeah. Okay. I think I have like so many advice. <laughs> <laughs> Just one last advice. <laughs> right. I think is you know, um, really asking yourself, right, um, what do you really want? If you can look past forward, right, be your own fortune teller. <laughs> when you are 50 years old, right, how do you foresee yourself? How are you going to be like? What do you have? And, and you know, how are you, like, going to impact the people around you or impact the world? Are you, like, going to be who you are today? Or do you want to be somebody that is better? Right? I'm just talking about better. It's not being the best even, okay? Just be better. Ask yourself that question. When you're 50 years old, you know, do you still want to do the things that you do? Because change is constant. Things are going to change. We are going to get more white hair. Right? <laughs> We're going to, going to get older. Things are going to come. I don't know whether it's COVID-20 coming in, whatever it is. 50 years old, what do you want? How do you foresee your life? How is it going to be? Ask yourself that question. I think it will help. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Katrina, for the last advice. And uh, I would like to thank those that have, are tuning in who are listening to now. Thank you for watching or listening to Mumpreneur Space live show podcast. And um, thanks, Katrina, for making a time. Uh, there's a lot of golden nuggets. I believe that after this, we will be continuing our conversation. <laughs> and um, will. And last but not least, uh, I can, I'm Kenneth here um, together with Katrina signing off. And I shall see you guys next week. Thanks, everyone. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. It's so amazing to be in this show. Yeah, please support Kenneth. And he's a wonderful uh, person. And, and he is very, very resourceful. And he is a very good friend as well. So I hope that this podcast can uh, you know, spread to the world and help more people around us. Wow. Right? Thank you. Thanks a lot, Katrina, for all the amazing words that you have uh, shared. And also thanks, Eve. Thanks, Pei Yun, for listening and watching to the end. And thanks, everyone. So I will see you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Take care. Stay safe.